Blog Talk Radio. Coming at you live. It is Buzzworthy Radio, where you can get the latest buzz on all your favorite shows and stars. Buzzworthy starts now. Hey, this is Kelly Monaco from General Hospital, and you are listening to the Fierce Buzzworthy Radio. Hey, what's going on, all you listeners out there in the Internet community? Welcome to a new edition of BWR, our third show of the day, coming at you live right now, 9 p.m. Eastern Time, on January 5th, 2009, on the new blogtalkradio.com. I wish I had a drum roll for that every time I say the new blogtalkradio, because I got to tell you, I've been saying this all day. I love the look of this site. Love it. Love it. I can't get enough of it. I've been playing with the new site all day. <laughs> so um, it's fun to um, have another show today and actually get to play around with the new site some more. So it's absolutely awesome. Um, going over the new features of the site, the only thing I don't do is Twitter. I, am not twi- I will not be a Twitterer. So that is not happening. But I will. I do the Facebook and my Facebook. No Twitter. Uh-uh. Not happening. <laughs> but other than that, I love the new features of the of the blog talk radio site. Absolutely. Um, we are going to be joined by one of my favorite ladies, who holds a special uh, thing to my heart, Catherine Hicklin. And I see her; she's on the line right now. How are you, dear? I'm so good. I'm so excited to be here tonight. I am so excited to have you, and I was gonna, I was gonna say before I brought you on the line, you hold something dear to my heart because you were our first guest on the show, and whenever anybody asks me what has been your favorite show, I mean I had lots of them, I've said it, but I've always said the one that I always refer back to is the show I had you on for the very first time back in November of last year, um, 2007, so. I I just I just you know it it just it just brings a tear to my eyes sometimes whenever I say that I absolutely do mean it. Well, thank you. And you know, I I forgot that I was the first guest, but I do remember that being a really a great experience for me too because I remember thinking, wow, this is awesome, you know. And I two what two years later, more than two years later, you know, I I do my radio show, and you know, if it wasn't for if it wasn't for yours, I I don't think I would have really even known about blog talk radio because it just you were the one that brought it to my attention and it was such a great interview that night and I I remember but I think I was also in the airport or something when I did it uh, I, I'm not kidding you know I mean it was it was really like uh, in between flights somewhere and we had so much fun and yeah, it's, yeah. this is a great thing yeah you, you're great at what you do and I think people just love your show Oh, thank you so much. You know, and it's it's just a complete utter honor to hear you say that. And you know, and it, it was just it was absolutely phenomenal. Um, just you know, it just it just completely branched out. And Hillary B. Smith was on, on the show um, last year, um, this month, and you know, she said the exact same thing. She was like, "Wow, you really taken off." I was just like, 
It's all because of your pal cat. That's all it is. <laughs> that's right. You got to get your pal on. That's for sure. And you know, it's funny. I was just uh, before I called in. I. I was I took a peek at uh, the Bachelor and I was thinking, oh, this is just dysfunction junction. What a better show for me to be watching when I have this new relationship book out right now. And I was watching these girls on there and I'm thinking, oh, we have to talk about this on Buzzworthy tonight. <laughs> yeah, I, I was actually um, talking about the the new Bachelor uh, probably about over an hour ago on another person's uh, show, and I, I heard this is the first Bachelor who has kids. I said, oh, this will be fun, let alone interesting. <laughs> yep. No, and a lot of the girls, too, have kids, and I was just watching their interviews, and I was thinking, oh, my gosh, you know, it's a, they, you know, they're, al- they're already saying things that were just horrifyingly frightening that you would ever hear on a first date, but, you know, it's, it, it, it's one of those things where I just think you can't help but watch it. You know what I mean when it's going on. I, I TiVo everything, so I watch it at another time. But it's it's uh, it, there's so much to be learned about what not to say and do from watching that show. It's not to be believed. Mm, I agree. I do yeah. Agree. You brought up you brought up the book. Uh, you brought up the book just now, and you have your show every Sunday night at eight uh, p.m. Eastern. On, on Blog Talk Radio, tell us a little about your show for those of you who haven't taken a listen to it. If you haven't, shame on you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, no shame. Just come on over on Sunday night. We do. I am on there, and it's you know blogtalkradio.com slash Catherine Hickland, and it's uh, basically a show that we take calls like you do, except that our calls are more about uh, relationships, uh, whether they're. Uh, friendships or love relationships with, uh, you know, an intimate relationship or a marriage or, and people call in to talk about, uh, you know, whatever's on their mind and it's really fantastic and it's fun uh, as well as an entertaining, I hope, and and oh, people yeah. learn things, you know. I don't, have you, have you listened to it? I did. I was part of the first show. I called in on the first show. And, uh, yes, I remember you being on the first show, but I don't know if you ever came back. It gets better and better. I did, I did come back, and I actually was there on the last one. I know you didn't have one this Sunday. Uh, yes, I was, I was there traveling. For, yes, and I was there for I was there for the one before that. So yes, I've been I've been there since. I don't have to work past six on Sundays. So I actually get to hear it live, so it's like, it's awesome. I, you pick a perfect time to have it on. <laughs> oh, you know, and that was just by chance because Sunday's always a kind of a bummer day, you know, for people, and because Sunday night rather, because you have to go back to work on Monday, and, you know, you've had the whole, you're wearing the whole week <clears throat> that you just had, and uh so I don't know, that's why I picked that night because I just feel like at the end of the week people are kind of cooked and they have had a few days to kind of rest and now they're, you know, maybe want to talk about life and that's my favorite thing to do is get jiggy with <laughs> with life, you know, and and <clears throat> talk about all the things that we all go through and, and how to make it better and uh, oh, I'm so excited to have it. Plus uh, the book just came out on the 30th. Yeah. And so it's called the 30 Day Heartbreak Cure, and it's selling out in stores already. And I haven't started doing the publicity on it yet, so I'm really excited, you know, to to um, have the book out and uh, and help people to heal. You know, it's just my really my life's purpose, and 
And I'm so excited that this moment is here because it's been a long, long time coming. And they can get the book at Amazon, correct? You can get the book at any bookstore. But uh, if people are, I'm getting a lot of emails from people saying that, you know, where they go to buy it and it's sold out. So I'm d- directing people to Amazon.com and BarnesandNoble.com and Borders.com and, and the BooksAmillion.com and all the bookstores that have their big websites because they obviously are going to have more more copies, you know, in their warehouse. And it's also less expensive to buy it there. It's a hardcover book, and I think it's maybe I don't know hovers around fourteen dollars when you buy it online. So it's a much, it's a very good deal. And um, but you can get it if you if you uh, you know run down, you can probably get it at your bookstore. Uh, I'm hoping hoping that they will they'll have reordered it by now. But I know a lot of them are sold out, which is just unbelievably great. Amazing. That's amazing. Congratulations. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Congratulations, indeed. And, you know, I've been in your show. The the fan response has been absolutely tremendous. You know, uh, so much support, so much love, you know. And I'm hearing everybody call in and and talking with you about ways that you can help them with their situations. How how does that feel to know that you have helped them in such a way that they can look back on it and go, your advice really changed my life, and I continue to hope that I can strive. I mean, how, how does how does that make you feel? Well, it makes me feel really good, and I always like to say, don't hope, no, because um, really we are more in charge than we think we are. It's just about how we decide we're going to, you know, keep our mindset, and that's why we call it a mindset because. We really do have this incredibly powerful gift that God gave us, which is a good mind. And so much, so many times when we are uh, dating or, uh, you know, in a relationship, we lose ourselves and and we lose our senses and we lose our purpose and we lose so many things just because. Well, there's just so many reasons people stay in relationships that aren't working anymore. And, you know, and and I'm not a doctor or a psychiatrist or anything, but I do have a whole life of of experience. And uh, and my advice, I would never give anybody advice unless they asked me for it. And, therefore, the radio show is really great for that because people actually listen to learn something. And the ones that call in do so because they really do want to get another perspective and that's all I really offer is my perspective on how I see their situation through the words that I'm hearing and I am I I I'm a I have a degree in advanced clinical hypnosis so I'm very in tune with what people say uh, uh I don't have the I don't have the um ability to see people's body language because naturally it's a radio show but I'm very trained to hear what people say and to actually hear what they say between the lines. And so, therefore, right. you know, it's easy for me to kind of see their situation because when we go through things, I call it being in the bubble, and you aren't able to see things from a different perspective. So that's what I hope that I offer. Yes, yes. And, and you, you brought up a very good point. I mean, I probably am going to say this wrong, but I saw some pictures. You did this uh, teaching or, or, or seminar or something a, a few months ago or something. Uh, oh, um, in November? You mean my, my uh, hypnosis stage show? You probably saw the yes, pictures. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, that's uh, really... 
How, how, how did you get into that? <laughs> well, you know, when I was about 17, I saw a stage hypnotist named Pat Collins, the hip hypnotist, and she was very famous. In fact, she's probably the single most famous stage hypnotist of the art and science of hypnosis. And she was a beautiful woman, blonde, uh, super smart. She, she, had the, she had an incredible gift. And I remember she would bring 10, 15 people up on stage, and this was in Los Angeles, and she would bring 10 and 15 people up on stage and hypnotize them and just do all these, have them doing all these crazy, wonderful things, never humiliated anyone. It was always really well done. And when I saw her, I remember thinking, this can't be real. I mean, it can't be real, you know? I mean, it just can't be. But I began to understand as the night went on, it was very real. And then I had a fleeting thought that I wished I was Pat Collins because it just looked like so much fun <laughs> and and how, you know, uh, amazing that this art was. And and then I, I, I was um, studying acting at the time, and, and uh, I just kind of forgot about it because I started acting, and that's what I've been doing for the last 30 years. And this was about 30 years ago that I saw her. Maybe, no, it wasn't. It was more than that now. So I kind of put it out of my mind. And then I saw another stage hypnotist about, oh, three and a half or four years ago. And, and it unlocked that memory for me. And I remember thinking, you know, I... I had just been taken off contract at One Life to Live, and I was still working, but I wasn't working as much. Right. So I decided to go back to school with my free time, and work on and work on this, and see if this is something that I could, you know, that I would love doing as much as I thought I would, and if I was able to learn how to do this or be good enough to do it. But I was only thinking in terms of clinical hypnosis then, and so I did. I went back to school. And I got my clinical hypnosis certification, and I and I loved it. And then I went back to school again and got an advanced education, and continued to do clinical hypnosis with people. And I, when I, when writing my book, I used what I learned inside the principles of the program I'd already developed for heartbreak, because so much of that is in our mind. We right. we build illusions about things in our mind. We romanticize things that don't deserve to be, and that's and part of part of my program is shattering illusions that we create about somebody and who they are and what they are, and getting to know ourselves is so well, you know that that we won't take nonsense from other people. You know we just refuse to because inside of that knowledge comes a great deal of self love. So. I, when I got, went back to school the last time, my teacher said to me, well, what, he said, you know, you were born to do this and you should think about doing stage hypnosis. And it was at that very moment that I thought, oh, my gosh, you know, right. I would love to, but it's very scary because it's just it's a whole different animal than clinical. You have 20 people on stage. At any given time, you're going to have 10 to, to 12 or 15 people that are in a trance state, and it's a lot to manage, you know, on, on stage. It's a lot to manage because 
people, their, their conscious minds are, are sleeping and their subconscious mind is wide awake with you. They only hear the sound of your voice. I mean, they only follow your instruction. So, you know, it's, 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 it's very overwhelming, it's, it's, uh, but it's wonderful. And once you start doing it, it's, it gets easier. But uh, it's always the, you know, you, it's just you and 20 chairs every night. So it's a different show. And, and you, you depend on your audience because the audience is your show. Exactly. So it's the scariest thing you can possibly imagine doing on stage, but it's also a thrilling and very exciting thing. And it's where I see myself definitely moving forward in, in the future doing, I'm doing more and more and, uh, and I love it. It's really, it's really fantastic. That's scariest great. thing ever, ever done, but it, but also the most thrilling thing. So I definitely well, I am going to. If you get into anything new like that, it'll be scary. But as soon as you get into it more, then it becomes you become at home with it. You find your niche with it. Yes, exactly. And I think the pictures that you were talking about. Did you see them on my space or my Facebook or something like that? Facebook, your Facebook. Yeah. 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 The pictures. The one picture is so fantastic because what it is a picture of it. If um, you look at it, is is a boy who is cuddling his shoe. He's got his shoe right up to his face because I turned his shoe into a shoe puppy. So he thought what he had in his hand was a puppy that maybe he had had when he was seven years old or so. And he was in such a deep trance state that that his shoe really was a puppy in his hand. And he was loving that shoe so much. And I was, and the picture of me is behind him because I'm trying not to let him put that dirty shoe on his face. <laughs> he wanted to love that shoe so much that he had it up on his face and I was, you know, I was trying to get him not to put the bottom of the shoe on his face because, of course, the that's shoe had fine. been all over the and So that's one picture. And then the other picture I think you looked at there is when they were all fishies. Now, if you look at the pictures really close, you're going to see the look in their eyes. And that is the difference. That is the look of someone that is hypnotized. And it's really so beautiful to see people let go because that's what hypnosis really is. It's not sleeping. It's the state between awake and asleep that we go to in a natural way every night when we're in between. So it's really interesting because it's very, um, the 94% the, the, the of your mind is subconscious. So you see, we make decisions all the time that we don't understand. We make choices that aren't necessarily good for us, but we had programming somewhere in our childhood and all the way up to life because from about eight years old on, you may not remember everything you see in here, but your subconscious mind does. Right. Does that make sense? It does make sense. I mean, I never really understand hypnosis in full. But, you know, I mm -hmm. always, I've always thought you were in a deep sleep when you're hypnotized. But no, you're not, not in a deep sleep, but you're in a but you're in a deep trance. And so what that is, is, so it's very important always that you trust the person that's hypnotizing because you, you know, because you aren't going to ever do anything that you wouldn't do morally. Let me put it to you that way. And my show is very family friendly. It's not, I, I don't humiliate people. I actually want to empower people. I want to wake up their inner hero. I want, you know, people to understand the power of their mind and their words and, and how we program ourselves and others all day long with our thoughts and our words. And that's yeah. the, the goal of my show, you know? 
Love it. Love mm-hmm. it. And mm-hmm. if you guys want to call in and you want to get, like, a little advice from Captain Hicklin, like, on our show instead, if you don't want to wait until next Sunday. <laughs> you know what? That would be great because I wasn't able to do my show Sunday night because I was on a plane. And, um, we're missing Mel. So, That's know, the only person we're missing. <laughs> what did you say? I said we're missing Mel then. That's the only part of it we're missing then. <laughs> yeah, my Roz, my Melissa, which I think she's here tonight listening, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, yeah. you know, you never know. She's so fantastic. I mean, there you go. I met Melissa at a fan event. And she and I became just we just connected right away, and uh, I'm very careful about you know who I connect with in a deep deep personal way because you know you yes. just have to be careful. All of us have to be careful. It's not because of any other reason except that we should all be very careful. Yes, we should connect with each other, but when you invite someone to be in your life on a deeper level, you must always be sure that you know this is somebody that's good for your life. And that goes for friends, it goes for hiring people, it goes for people that we're going to be involved in uh, intimate relationships with. And Melissa just, you know, jumped in when I asked her to do this with me. She just jumped in and she's done such a great job. That's wonderful. I love Melissa. Yeah. And do you want to take a phone call now? I'd love to. All right. I believe this is Bill. Um, Are you here with us, Bill? Oh, yes, I am. How you doing, Kat? I'm good, Bill. How are you? Oh, I'm great. So how's your uh, travels with your book promotions doing? Well, I, I haven't started doing the book tour uh, traveling yet, um, but I am out there and uh, doing, um, you know, and doing my other things as well. So uh, I'm having a blast and I'm meeting people uh, and having a great time, just having a wonderful time. Well, that's great, Kat. And, uh, What's going on in your life? I'm looking forward to listening to your show um, next Sunday and stuff. And uh, everybody's leaving you messages on uh, Facebook. Yeah, oh, <laughs> I know exactly who you are then. Yes, yes. So is your life good, Bill? Oh, my life's uh, so, you know, Connecticut, like I tell you, is boring. But, you know, day by day, you know. Right, but... You know what, Bill? You're in charge of that. So if you if you have a boring script right now for your for as your life, then you must uh-huh. um, change that. You know, and you and how you would you like me to tell you how you can start to do that? Sure. Okay. All right. So for anybody else that's out there listening, you know, this is really all for all of us. Um, and um, let me just ask you: Do you think that your life gets boring because you're not? you don't know what what it is that would make your life more exciting and so you're kind of frustrated? Uh, yeah. Okay. How close am I to the truth on that? Uh, close. Okay. So many people I talk to, Bill, you are so not alone because so many people I talk to and they tell me, you know, that their life is not exactly the way that they'd want it to be or not even close. And I said, well, what, is, what do you want? And 90% of the time, people will say to me, I don't know. And the fact of the matter is, you really do know. You do know. And even if you're not consciously aware, you, you do know. And so, if you, I always tell people it's just as basic as this. 
you get out a piece of paper, get yourself a nice yeah. pad, a legal pad or something like spiral notebook, and you just write down what's working in your life, and then you write down on another page or even just put a line down the middle of the page, and on the other side you write down what's not working. And then on the bottom of the page you write what would make me happy to do for free, all right? Okay. You will be able to look at this triangle that you create on the page, and you you will want to focus on the things that work. That's wonderful. Then you look at the things that aren't working, and you will think, and and what do I need to do to change these things? It's not something that we have to do overnight, but the beginning of understanding that is where the magic is, because all of a sudden your mind will unlock and you will figure out how to, you will figure out the things that you want to change and then you make a small plan, a small plan, big picture, small plan, because the small plan will grow. And as you move to the bottom of the page, the triangle where it says, what would I do if, if, if what would I want to do if I, and do it for free? If I didn't have to worry about making a living or things like that, write down all the things that come to your mind, and your mind will unlock, and you will yeah. discover some things about yourself. And always with love, Bill, you know, you do this with yourself. Never, ever, anything but love, uh, you know, because you're on a journey now, and it's a good and exciting journey. And I and well, I know. I tell you right now, we're uh, all on a journey. We're, we're all on a journey until um, January 20th when uh, we get our new president, uh, Obama. Right. And you <laughs> know what? And you know. I know you you are so happy about that, and we I think that oh boy, you know, we all my, are. I think we're all happy about that. <laughs> well, and you know, you know eight a, years <laughs> with the other guy there, and. Uh, that yep. was a lot of uh, it is but, pain, but uh, <laughs> it's true. But Bill, guess what? That's going to be over, and that's called the past. And now we're yeah. going to move forward, okay? Because you know we could all get a little angry if we start thinking about all the things that happened in the last eight years. But we need to stay focused yeah. on now and and what happens from this point forward. But you do what I am telling you to do, and just. Stick with it and and stay in touch with me through the radio show, and let me know yeah. how it for you. Okay. Okay, and um, I'll see you on your show on next Sunday. Sunday. Okay. And, uh, God bless you. I'm your, really happy you vacation. called. Okay. Yeah. okay. Bye bye. Bye. Start. Bye. Bye, honey. Wow. Uh, you see? Yeah, I, I'd like to advise that you said did you have to take control of your life. You know, because if you feel like it's boring for you, that's something that you have to have control over, which is actually a good thing that you said that because that was actually my New Year's resolution. Um, which? I don't think really for me I lead a boring life, but it's just the fact of it is I am so busy with work, my job, that yes. I feel like I don't have time to go out and have fun in my in my life. And you know, New Year's and Christmas was actually 
probably like the only times I actually got out and did something with all my friends and all my family and everything. You know, I finally got to hang out, live my life a lot more than I thought. And, you know, and I felt like my resolution this year is like I should not keep my – I leave the work at work. When I get done work, I should come home, relax, chill out, then go out, have some, some time for me and have some time with my friends, you know what I mean? And just get out there, just make the most of it. You're not just going to – you're just going to waste away if you're just going to sit in the house and just worry and worry about work the next day and fizzle about work that same evening. You pretty much are going to stress yourself out. And well, I just – a girlfriend of mine came over tonight, and she looked very stressed. And I said, you know, what's up? And she said, I'm just so worried. I said, okay, well, let's talk about what you're worried about. So she talked about what she was worrying about, and it was all stuff that isn't here yet. And I said, you know, this is why this moment right here, right now, is the most important moment we'll ever have, because the present moment is the safest place to be, because today we have you know, we're, we're, we're on the radio right now at this moment. We're having a wonderful conversation. You're in your home. I'm in my home. People listening are in their home. That means you have a home. And, yeah. you know, I mean, you know, it's all, it's all good right this minute because this is it, this second. And uh, she, you know, she was as simple as that is, and I sure didn't make it up. I mean, it's just, you know, common sense and many people have written about this but it you know I saw her whole face start to relax and um and she said you know you're right and uh all the things that she was worrying about were you know other people related uh you know if she was out of her own head and someone and then into other people's heads so she was worried about other people's problems and things like that when there's plenty for us to work on right here you know in ourselves so and, and it's fun. I call it joyful work. And that's why why the radio show is really fun because it's not always people are hurting, you know. There's yeah. hurting out there. We need to to lift each other up and we and and uh, do so with as much love as possible. But sometimes, you know, you need to be shaken. Shaken good. And it's not my job, but that's what life does to us when we need a change. Exactly. So, I always say this, it's one of my favorite sayings and uh and it's true that every setback is a setup for a comeback. So if you're going through a hard time, understand there's a purpose to it. And, you know, and instead of wallowing in it, start to pick, pick it up and look at it, shine a big spotlight on it. And, uh, and you can figure out your way out of the other end of it. It's really, really great. I love that you um, have a plan. You know, you just, I didn't even have to say, well, what are you going to do to change it? <laughs> you already told me that, which is great. I happened to work from home today, and I watched Oprah, which I don't often get a chance to watch. And it was so interesting because she was sitting there talking about how, you know, this. She was doing her your best life, you know, series or whatever. Yeah, I can't, right. yeah. And how she let her weight spiral out of control, and she was showing footage of herself. Uh, at various things, and it was so clear that she was stressed and troubled in, in, the, in the footage she was showing. And I remember watching her many times last year thinking, she's burned out. She's mm -hmm. exhausted. Oh, yeah. You can and see how, it. 
Oh, you can see it. You can feel it. You could, you could, and common sense would dictate that because she has a hundred jobs. And she, and, and I saw this and I thought, you know, I, I, I didn't think about her weight so much because I, I mean, it's pretty common sense that if you're <clears throat> carrying more weight than you want to, then it's not what you're eating, but what's eating you. Mm-hmm. And, and she was talking about all this today. And the main thing that she, you know, that she left with her audience, I think, with her own message at the top of the show was she had no balance in her life anymore. Yeah, I heard her say that, yeah. And then, you know, so here you are, the most powerful woman in the world, and all that money, and everyone thinks, well, what in the world has she got to worry about? And it isn't worry. It's just that she let everything snowball out of control and had no life. And I loved when she talked about this today because it was really raw and very honest and she's very powerful. And so, you know, for people to see that I think was really important. Exactly. You got to get a feel of how she's feeling right now. And, and, you know, it upsets me to see her that way. For me, I, I mean, I'm an Oprah fan, obviously, and yeah. just seeing her like that, that that really, that did upset me because you felt it. Well, I mean, she's a human being, and and I think that we forget that about people that we, you know, we see on, on television and that we look up to, no matter who it is, that they are human beings. Mm-hmm. Being, we are human being. So right. when your being is disturbed because you have no rest, because you don't get to eat right, because, you know, you're lonely. Everybody has the same issues. No matter who we are, we all have the same issues. So, it, but, but you so rarely see people admit it and, or cop to it or own it because, you know, they're so used to having to be somebody's hero, right. you know. So it was really a wonderful show today. I really enjoyed it. I'm so glad I was home to see it because I... You know, I often am out in the day, and and uh, and I thought, well, this is very good. This is really good. What a great way to start this year. Exactly. You, you know, exactly. for people to know that everybody's, we're all in this together. This thing called life, and it's, you know, it's a it's a wonderful, wonderful journey, and and we should all take it together. And uh, the, what happens when you find your light, people, is you know. When we find our light, we get to shine it for other people who have not yet found theirs. And that is the beautiful thing. You know, like I want people to find their light because I want people to all go out and do what I do. Um, because it's inside, we all have an inner hero inside each of us and the ability to, to you know, get into a place where we can put our hand out, you know, and help other people. It's a wonderful feeling. Exactly. We're online right now with Catherine Hicklin. If you want to join in on the conversation, you can call us at 646-595-4228. If you want to take another phone call? Sure. And this caller is from North Carolina, if I have my area codes right. 910, you're on the line right now. How are you? I'm doing very well. Well, hello. Hi, Catherine. It's Lindsay. Oh, hi, Lindsay. How are you? From several weeks ago, I wanted to call and thank you so much. 
the Lord has really been working in my life the last couple of weeks. I was the sobbing mess <laughs> about three weeks ago. And yeah, I, I want to hear. I tell, tell, tell us about it so that we all can catch up with you. Um, short version is I have a disability and my birth defect and my mother has Munchausen syndrome by yes. proxy. Mm-hmm. And uh, that has just made life a little interesting. <laughs> Yeah, I'm under the roof right now due to some unforeseen medical issues. Yeah, that just keep that just keep coming. But I have been able to, with the Lord's strength, stand up to her with a few issues that have gone on. It's just been another chaotic three weeks, but um, it's been really good. I've told her a few things, and she's kind of gone into shock. And actually, the next day after I got off the phone with you, I woke up the next morning, and they were they people were like, "Okay, what's up with Lindsay?" <laughs> She's uh, not acting like herself. She's actually acting like she was before because I did. I used to have this spark about me that the Lord had to give me back. It wasn't really gone. It was just squished down, and I needed somebody to help me find it again. And I wanted. Oh, to I'm so glad. You sound like a different person now, you know, and I, and, uh, and I remember that call really well. And, uh, you know, i got to tell you, Lindsay, I mean, you know, we all have the power to take back uh, our, our personal freedom and, you know, to, to step out of the game, even when it seems like we don't. Isn't that true? Yes. Because once I started doing it, I was like, I should have done this, like, years ago. Right. But, but you it, know, it doesn't it just matter. Wasn't the time. It, wasn't the time. it wasn't the time. And I can't. I, I did it now, and that's the important thing. Yeah. And because people can't, we can't go around, you know, I think the most beautiful way that it was ever put was by a, a fantastic author named Melanie Beatty, and she said once, we can't go around ripping people's blankets off before they're ready because they'll freeze to death. And that is such a beautiful way to put it because we really are ready only when we, you know, when we make up our minds to be. And then when that moment happens, God truly does bring the person into the path that can say that one thing, one thing that unlocks the door, that flips the switch and makes us go, oh, oh, and you had it in you all the time, but it doesn't matter because when you were ready to start to hear it was the night that you called into our show. And, you know, if it wasn't me, Lindsay, you were ready, God was ready, and you might have read that in on a bumper sticker or what this a certain phrase that turned you on. And, you know, when I say that, I mean you know, flipped your switch, right? or you you might have seen it in, in a book or on a television show, heard someone say something, but it was me, and that, you know, that you made that connection with, and of course, I take no credit for this, because I, my life only works when I give all glory to God, and, and I always do, because that is my choice, uh, it, it's, it's uh, just the way it is, and um, I'm so grateful that you are, uh, start, you, that you're getting it, your blanket's been ripped off, you're not freezing to death, and you are going to just go, you're going to only go up from here. Well, thank you. Do you have time for a really quick funny story that's actually related funny? to your book? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I was in a town about 45 minutes away, it's the closest city, and I decided to go to Barnes & Noble, and I was like, oh, I'll look for Catherine's book here. So I couldn't find it on the shelf, so I went to the customer service, and I I told her the name of the book, and she started typing in, and she said, who was, who was the author? 
and I don't remember. You have your picture on the front of the book, right? My or, or picture something? is on the back cover, yes. In the back. Okay, well, she typed in your name, and I guess your picture came up or something, and her, her eyes started narrowing into little slits, and I started backing up, and I was like, what? She goes, that's Lindsay from One Life to Live. <laughs> oh, yes. I said, yeah. I was not about to tell her my name. About to tell her my name, though. I had my hand, my hand on my card, and I was going to give it to her to, you know, buy the book if she ordered it. But with her reaction, I was like, uh, no. <laughs> what did you do? What did Lindsay do to get herself? I guess she's in jail. I know. I yeah, she's watched. in prison. That's right. She's, she's in prison. prison, and and I'm and I'm free uh, on the outside, and you know, spreading the news, as we say. But that, that is that, funny. Funny. She'll probably end up reading, and I'll bet you any amount of money. Well, that only that doesn't quite beat the one um, a couple of years ago. I was actually in California and uh, got in a conversation. This lady threw a tomato at me because she had a magazine cover with you on it, and I didn't know at the time. You know, I knew you were you were, but I didn't know the character's name, and I recognized you. And she is. Oh, she's horrible. She's that Lindsay on on One Life to Live, and I was—I don't know what made me tell her my name, but I did. And she asked me if I was a witch, like the character. No. And I and I was like, no. And she goes, bet you are. And she threw a tomato at me. So I went up to the cash register and I told the lady that was checking me out, and she goes, welcome to Hollywood. Oh yeah, that's right. You were in L.A. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, people are funny. I, I mean, I've been lucky. I swear, I've never had a bad experience with a with a uh, a fan ever, ever, even in in Lindsay's worst days. So, I mean, I'm I'm really uh, fortunate. But, you know what, Lindsay, you you keep going with the way you're funny, going. Though. Yeah, I'm proud of no, you. I think it's oh, thank you. I'm it's, proud of it's you. Not, it's not my credit. Definitely not, but he answered. Yes, it is. It's true, but take some credit because you know what? You're standing up and for yourself too, and you're following instruction. And and following instruction from from uh, the divine is always, you know, you know, pat yourself on the back and love yourself up for that because that's really great. And I am so glad you called in, and I want you to go have the best week. The best week is ahead of you right now, and I want you to go out there and have a good time in it. I will. And you have a new chat moderator. Did you see that? Who? Who is it? It's a four-legged creature that I have. No. You you have to I, just go see the pictures. She's okay. Chat, so. Okay, I'll check that out. Oh, Ning. Okay. I will check it out. That's right. And I'll talk about Ning tonight too. So thank good. you for bringing that up. You're All right, welcome. Lindsay. Have a good one. Love you. You too. Bye bye. Okay. Bye bye. That's the most no. rewarding thing. It really is. I liked her story. I really did. <laughs> oh, her story is really absolutely amazing, and um, and she she's faced more than anybody really should have to face, and uh, in life, and you know, I mean, she's doing the work, and that's what it is, and and you, I hear it in her voice. You know, there's more joy, and um, only to, more joy will come, and uh, this is what the whole purpose is to to this getting to getting your taking your your power back from from people you know that you've handed it over and uh and for no good reason we don't ever have to do that that's not what loving other people is really about you know exactly um it's not losing us it's it's about actually you know 
finding us, and uh, it's it's really awesome. I'm I'm real proud of her. Absolutely. Yeah, and we have uh, another caller on the line. I believe this is Joanne. Okay. Hey, Navelle. Hey, Kitty Cat. Hi, Joanne. Hi, Joanne. How's my girl? Oh, Joanne, I'm good. Is this Joanne from New Jersey? No, this is Joanne from Stardish Radio. Oh, my gosh. You know what, Joanne? That Joanne. There's another girl who has a great radio show. She does. Yes. How are you? I'm fine. I saw you were going to be on tonight, so I wanted to call in and just send some love your way. Say hi to Navelle. Happy New Year, everybody. Happy New Year. Well, thank you. Happy New Year, and we receive your love, that's for sure. That's good. Everything is going fantastic. I just wanted to let you know that I picked up my book today. Where did you get it? Oh, at a store here in Buffalo, uh, uh, Barnes, uh, Borders, 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 I think it is. Yeah. Not too familiar with the with the mall stores yet, but I went right today. Oh, that's so good. Did you, did, how many copies did they have there? I honestly don't know. Was it they a had like they had a they, no? It was on a, a sack, like on yeah. a table. Okay. Yeah. So I went in and I got that in and out before I had to go pick up uh, the kids from school. Oh, that's good. That's a good thing. So if we have any other people listening in Buffalo, that's you can right. go get it there because the it's, McKinley it's, Mall. There you go. So this they have McKinley Mall. That's really good. That's good because mm-hmm. I've been hearing more, you know, and more and more that that they're out of them in the stores, and so it's like if you I know that they're that. there. Yeah, I saw that. They've been getting sold out. That's fabulous. Yes, and I'm really happy, not for any other reason except that this program works, you know, and this is what I get excited about. Um, I know you do. Yeah, we just, I just had my first review on Amazon, and to, I think it, I just saw it today for the first time, and it, and it was a five-star review from from, from someone in Alabama, and I was just so thrilled to see it because, Wonderful. you know, when you write a book that's, you know, in the self-help genre like that, um, of mm-hmm. course, we're talking about the 30-Day Heartbreak Cure, the name of the book. Um, when you write a self-help book, it, it's a huge responsibility. Right. You, right. you, um, it's it's much more, you know, it's a huge responsibility because you're... Yeah, you take on a lot because you're teaching, you're trying to teach people things and people look to you as their role model, so to speak. So, right. yeah, it's, it's a big responsibility. You're right. Yeah, I like to think of it as assisting. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'll tell you, I knew that you would get five stars. You're going to get a million stars because you're the star. So I just Aww. wanted to say you Happy New Year. You know, she really is, and um, the the show is doing fabulous, too. You're doing good things on that show, on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you, and, and let's plug your show. Oh, Joanne, I'll plug my show every day. Okay. <laughs> well, let's we're, do it again. We're very happy to have you a part of the uh, Blog Talk Radio fam. Yes, we so. are. That's well, a, it's a welcome addition with Landy Low Down and everybody else that's out there. You're doing fabulous. Yeah, and isn't it great? You know, it's what's interesting, guys. It's, it's because you know you have these blogs on the Blog Talk Radio, like we do it, and uh, we all have our shows. And there's Landview Low Down, uh, mm-hmm. Star Dish, Buzzworthy, and then Catherine Hicklin, mine, and it's and um, Conscious Loving is the name of our show. And uh, mm-hmm. I just to tell you that. You know, uh, the bloggers and these radio shows on Blog Talk are becoming 
very powerful. Yeah. Um, and it's a wonderful thing, and, and it, it adds the responsibility to all of us that are doing this to really give people something fun and wonderful because people um, are in the in the publishing world, you know, the magazines and and uh, things like that, people are losing their jobs because, of course, the economy is what it is. And so the bloggers are now becoming more and more and more powerful. And right. how wonderful is that? Because, you know, when you feel like your voice isn't heard as a viewer or as a, um, you know, it, it's so frustrating. So mm-hmm. what people have done is taken their power back by blogging, and it matters. You're right. It does. And you know what the yeah. thing is with this, with the blog talk thing, is that you never know who's listening to these shows. I mean, people sign in, they can sign in as guests, or they just make up a, a fictitious name and, and they just go about their business, but you never know who is listening in on your show. So, you know, your word can reach so far across that, you know, you could go to California tomorrow and meet somebody and be like, you know what, Kat, I heard you on the Buzzworthy radio, and I heard you on your own show, and, and it could be somebody that's so high up in the entertainment industry, you're going to be like, wow. Right, but you really know what? heard that. Just for the, the four of us that I know that are bloggers, you know, because I think Melissa's here, and, and, and she, yes, she is. She has uh, she and Kathy do uh, land view lowdown and then your star dish and then the show we're on now buzzworthy and mine. Well, here's the thing, I don't think I know that the four of us do this, not because we're looking for fame and fortune. Although if something like that happened, wouldn't that be great? But that's but the main reason we do it is because we love it. Mm-hmm. We we oh. we are it's our passion. Am I right? You're right. Oh, yeah. You're right. Right Anything good that happens from it is a bonus because why bloggers blog is because they want to they have a voice and they and they're going to be heard or they're going to be read. And so I am a huge blogger fan and right. and the blog talk radio for me is just a, is a, is a godsend. And um you know we don't I don't even own a radio, you know? So the internet which I'm on all the time is right. I mean everybody has a computer. Mm-hmm. But unless you if you don't have a car, if you don't have a car, you never hear a radio, right? That's right. Exactly. It's like a staple now. So yeah, it's there. And what I like about the Blog Talk family is that everybody got started by listening to somebody else. I mm-hmm. was inspired by Navelle and Matt. I mean, and, me too. And, then, and then they're on, and so on and so forth. You know, and things follow through, and that's just the way that it goes. And you know, everybody. It's a it's a fabulous community, and um, it, it's just you know everybody promotes everybody, and and we do fabulous things together. So uh, it's a great everybody great everybody on the yeah. Network. It's a great yeah. network. So you know what I love, and you just repeated it, um, which is everybody promotes everybody. You both just said it, and mm-hmm. what's wonderful about this is that you see in. In all walks of life, you will meet people that are threatened by everything. Instead of understanding that everybody brings something different to the table, so that this, Joanne, your show is different from the show we're doing now. It's different from my show. It's different from the Landview Lowdown. So there's no competition. We are a family. And that's really true in life. 
And what happens when you are threatened by other people, whether it's in any sense of that word, you know, threatened meaning, you know, like you get insecure. Someone's going to do do better than you. Okay. No matter what you do, please don't ever give in to that people because because that is a a a mentality of lack. And, you know, what gives, brings us abundance and wonderful things and dreams that come true is the, is, is the mentality and spirit of generosity. And that's exactly what we're talking about right now. We, mm-hmm. we all promote each other, you know, and, and, uh, and so I, I love that. It's, it's so beautiful, and it's a beautiful example to set for other people in all walks of life. Exactly. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I know you got people waiting for you, my love. So, Navelle, Happy New Year. I'll be talking to you soon. Catherine, you. I'll be listening to you. So, you bet. Um, yes, you better believe it. So, uh, best of luck with everything. And um, night, everybody. Talk to you all tomorrow. Bye-bye, Joanne. Have a wonderful night and Happy Always. New Year. Oh, Happy New Year to you, too. Take care. Uh Love Joanne. She's so great. Oh, I know. She's great. I love her. This year, she came to my fan uh, club dinner in August. And uh, I don't have a fan club, but a fan appreciation dinner, which we do every year, every single year. I have one, and it gets bigger and better every year. God, we have fun. I'm and, starting to um, come more of those, um, those, like, kind of events now, so I might have to actually come up there. <laughs> and, and, oh, and yeah. Oh, Yeah. And, um, you know, if I could, uh, I would like to also talk about a, a website that people um, that we have and, and, and uh, the, my friends in Europe built it. And it's called KatherineHickland.ning, and that's N like Nancy, I-N like Nancy, G, Ning, KatherineHickland.ning.com. And it is so cool. It's kind of like a cat space. It's, it's like a... Uh, Literally, it's a cat community, meaning if you, you know, want to meet other people and, you know, people are always, you know, if there's a constant chat going on in there, you register just like you would at, at MySpace, you, you know, build your own page, you have your pictures. It's so fun. And uh, I haven't had time this week to go on only because I've been traveling and stuff, but uh, I go on all the time and I do um, video chats. Oh, and okay. Just so cool, and um, and you know you have to go Ning because you know you might want to uh, check Ning out. It's very cool, but uh, if ever, you know everyone just goes there and checks out KatherineHicklin.Ning.com, and then maybe you can, if you want, you can build your own Ning page. It's just a cool thing to do, you know. Exactly. I did look mm-hmm. at that. I saw I saw it pop up in the chat room too, and uh, I see it pop up in your show um, every week. So I was like wondering what what is that. <laughs> And yeah, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And I will. I go in. You I, sometimes, you know, I will go in right after the radio show and join the chat at, at Ning KatherineHicklin.Ning.com because it's and these people are wonderful. You know, the people that started it, they're from England and they're from Spain and 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 uh, France and yeah, it's just wonderful to bring all these all the fans different cultures together. You know, what I mean, oh, it's just fantastic. You know. Yeah, it's wonderful. We have time for one more caller. Um, okay. From New York. Wow, we got another New York caller. Hi, Yay. 347. 
347, you're on the line. Ah, uh, did you lose your nerve? 347, are you there? They hung up on me. <laughs> sometimes, yeah, Melissa will tell you sometimes that happens. Either people, A, they, they might get tired of waiting or that they realize they're about to go on the air and they just slip out and they, no, I don't want to. <laughs> then that's yeah, okay. Yeah, exactly. But 347, I, that, we, we're, we, we, uh, you know, maybe we'll come back you. on Sunday. We're waiting for you, and we also, uh, you know, hope that you didn't hang up for any other reason except you just didn't feel like I'm doing nervous. it. Yeah, I got <laughs> nervous. Okay. You know, but we, I can't believe this hour. But we have, that gave us a leeway to actually bring on someone who I would love to welcome you to. You talked to him before, my best friend, my co-host of this show, Matthew Preston. Managed to call in now. How are you doing yeah, there, bunny boy? You. <laughs> How is everybody doing? It's actually, it was funny whenever you were screaming for 347. I was screaming for you to say 412. <laughs> Matthew, it's good to hear your voice again. I haven't heard you in a few years. I know, that's what it feels like. And also, Joanne, I haven't heard from her in forever. I was like, there's a little reunion going on there. Oh, this is so great. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you? Um, I, I'm so happy. You know, I, I, this hour just flew by, and, you know, I mean, it's just that's what happens when you have fun. We had a little party here tonight. I know. I was actually really happy that you guys definitely, you know, took the hour because I was, like, taking a long shot. I'm driving home actually from class right now, and I was like, you know, maybe she's still talking to Neville. I don't know. Maybe. I took a, took a chance. I'm kind of glad that you're still on. Oh, we're here. Oh, we're, we're, we're still on all right. Neville and I are on <laughs> he really, he really wanted to be here tonight. He he felt the same way about you as I do, being our first guest, and how you were like, you pretty much got the show off the ground, and you you were just you just absolutely phenomenal. At everything and everything that you're doing. So he really wanted to be here. I was hoping that he was going to get here on the line. I was like crossing my fingers. Uh, as I recall, Matthew and Neville, didn't we do some deep talking that night too? Well, I'm sure we did. Yes, yeah, we did. <laughs> We did yeah, some we deep did. talking. Yep. I mean, I got to say, if you're going to bother talking, deep talk. It doesn't have to be a bag, does it? It's, it's actually fun, you know? We love talking about our relationships. <laughs> what we look for in relationships. That's, that's what we talked about. And, you know, it's just, I never really talked about that before. And, you know, I, you know, I just felt comfortable just like talking about it. And, you know, I'm, I'm not, I mean, I'm 23 years old. I'm not, ready for the commitment now, you know, and I'm just I'm just a guy that likes to go out and just have fun right now, but I'm not ready to be tied down yet. I don't I, I, I don't feel like I'm that mature yet to have a commitment and so I don't want to make promises that I know I can't keep. Well, you know, I gotta say, I mean I'm twenty two and twenty three and twenty one and twenty four you know, you have your whole life ahead of you to, to you know, have a relationship. And those early years are really, really well spent when you, you know, get to know yourself. And when you get to know yourself so completely, then all of a sudden dating becomes really fun. And, you know, because because you're, you don't have to ever be afraid of anything. And, and, and I'm talking about mostly about, the girls right now because you know that that's the thing is that we don't know ourselves we it's hard to trust ourselves and our judgment you know so it's good for you to take the time to to uh 
you know, have fun and know yourself and, you know, and figure out what you want to do for your career and get your, you guys get yourself settled. And, and also to be able to say, I'm not ready to settle down, you know. That's as important to know as anything. Wow, too. I definitely, I love to say, you know, your radio, first off, congratulations. Not to change the subject, because, you know, I love deep talk with you, with you and Navelle, don't worry, you know. But I have to say congratulations for your new radio show on Blog Talk Radio. Thank you. I really appreciate that. You were my inspiration, you two, and um, I know we're down. It's uh, getting to be our last seconds here on the air, isn't it? It is. But thank you so much for coming on again. Okay, and I want to thank you both for inspiring me greatly. And just to tell everyone out there, friends, you matter, and you you matter to me, and you matter to God, and I am so excited to have been here tonight. Thank you guys so much. And uh, I'd love to come back if you'll have me. You'd be the third person, actually, to come back, and you'd be breaking another world record. So you're in, like, a six-way tie with a couple of other guests who've come on uh, twice. But, you know, as always, you only have one life to live, so you got to do it. Good. <laughs> and good luck with your show. And, you know, and, I, and uh, I'm just so excited for how, where it's come. I'm proud of you guys. Thank you so much. Yeah. I'm proud of you, too. It's, it's okay. Just, it's an honor. Thank you so much for coming on the show again. Okay, good night, everybody. I'm going to let you close your show. Good night. Good night. Well, and also, I just wanted to say, with, you know, my phone, if you guys were listening earlier, my cell phone died. Ah, while well, I was on the air, but it all totally covered. And I heard the Joe. I did. He covered it. I did. So, but hey, thanks for, uh, for I was worried I wasn't going to get on to my own show. I'm like, no, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> Hey, we got you here. That's the main thing that matters. I want to thank Captain Hicklin for calling in on the show again. I also want to thank Joe Manganello for calling in earlier when we had him on earlier today. Um, he was absolutely great. So if you guys want to check that interview out, make sure you check out the archives. It's up with Joe and myself. He um, actually was on the uh, the premiere of the new episode, The One Street Hill Tonight, on the CW. So guys, check out that interview as well. But we are going to be on again whenever you get the My Bloody Valentine people on the show. <laughs> well, I'm working on it. I need to go check my email. I'm sure uh, we're, we're conversing right now. But, uh, but yeah, Hot Farmer, go check him out. He's an awesome person. And he just, him, just like Captain Hicklin, is very inspirational. From all of us at Buzzworthy Radio, Navelle, it's your show. Yeah, our show. You can take us out. Actually, I've taken us out twice already. All right. I'll take this out. Hey, I just wanted to thank everybody for calling in and for definitely supporting the show. I have to definitely, somebody else was talking about family unity. You know what? I'm going to agree with that. I That kind of struck a chord with me when I heard that. And um, it's it definitely was touching to hear something like that. And I agree with you people. I agree with everyone, Catherine and with Joanne, for saying that. And I'm sure people are like, what? And that's, that's how I feel. So, but as always, I'm blabbering on. Get the latest buzz with Buzzworthy Radio.